Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so I got a question for you guys. I think I know the answer and I don't like it already, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. I, put, I just tweeted out a picture of a fish head. I saw that. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of... Kind of gruesome looking. It's well, you, so you like looks propped delicious. it up, so <laughs> it's, it's looking, looking right at you. <laughs> it's looking directly. If it was, at if you. It was flat on its side, it would be okay. Like but. one of those fishes that talk to you, like that used to be <laughs> the on the Billy walls. Bo- Billy Bass <laughs> or whatever. They it was. Yeah, yeah. They're the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go to dinner last night, and we we sit down, and I order a, a fish. I order a Branzino, right? And I didn't delicious. know what it's good. Fantastic, and it was, but. The service of it was the whole fish, right? Still has mm-hmm. the fins and the and the tail, mm-hmm. and it's butterflied and opened and prepared. But the head is still there, right? right? As you can see in the picture. That's when you know it's a good fish. It, it's fresh. Yes, right, right out the ocean. So, my lovely wife has a very strong aversion to seeing the creature that she's actually eating oh i know people like okay that. like she doesn't want to see uh, a fish with its head uh you know attached to it on the, plate. the name of the cow she, the, but even like even a, like a chicken breast is fine but a chicken breast on the bone it's like oh right that is actually a chicken at some point <laughs> that was and real. not just a piece of chicken so she has this very and again we've been married forever so i know how to push the buttons and i knew that this fish head was going to bother her a lot when once they put the plate in front of me, I'm like okay this is gonna be great so i would take the fish head and when she would take you know talk to the person next to her or whatever i would place it on her plate <laughs> and she would look and come we, we, we please we please get that off my plate and i'd take it back and then she'd get distracted doing something else and i put it on her butter plate staring at her from another angle so i kept moving the fish head around the dinner table last night just every time she'd get a little bit more frustrated with my deal keep in mind it's not just she really dislikes seeing that fish head and i did it over to, is that is that being a bad guy so, or is so that being playful you specifically yes are being a bad guy so al you, I think you're going to be with me on this. Okay. This man talks so much about mm-hmm. how he hates pranks, yet is pranking his wife. Mm. <laughs> why is that a prank? Why is that a prank? You do it over and over you again. Just put it on a plate. It but that's a prank. Like drop that's it down her shirt. Emily, is that a prank? Is that a prank? I think it's a cusp of a prank. I think that it is prank in the it's the prank universe. <laughs> okay. Let's. It's um, a prank. I had a second. I want to kind of soak everything in here. I want to get the full story. You've seen the fish head. I saw the fish head. Um, Handsome devil. It's not just Susan that probably doesn't want to see the animal that she's eating (laughs) and actually make eye contact with it. I think it's most people that don't. The one thing I will say, I'm surprised at your restaurant, they didn't give you a heads up that the head was coming with the fish. They did not. They don't have but, to. But even if they did, I still would have gotten it. Because <laughs> it doesn't think, bother me. I right. think that's one where it's like, hey, FYI, it comes with the head. I think you kind of know most Branzinos, I believe, no, come not, not the all head. the time. More often than not. More often than not, not they always, come with the head. Not always, but more often yeah. than not. Okay, with that being said, <laughs> the fact that you're using this as a prop like the entire <laughs> time. 
That's a prank. <laughs> that is kind of the definition of a prank. Uh, yes. If I would have like surprised You're a bad her guy. with it, if I would have thrown it at her, I just, no. I just put it where she could see it. It's a smaller prank. <laughs> Next thing prank. he was waiting is like it's going to be on on his shoulder like or her shoulder right. for all I you can it, imagine. You? you did it, didn't you? You well, put it on her shoulder. I, I wish that I had thought of what Al said. I would have just left it on my shoulder like a parrot, like a blackbeard, <laughs> like I'm a pirate going into battle. Did you say it's a Sicilian message? <laughs> it means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> he was delicious. He was really, really <laughs> quite yummy. No, but little, the little guy that I took down last night. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I just you, you can let me know if I'm a bad guy yeah, or not. Tell him, tell him it's a prank because it I is. Love when I get the fish head because we can move it around a little bit. Something I look forward to. The fillet is far less fun. Yeah, just like even the skin kind of gives her a bad time. <laughs> you get the head. Did you put it like, on your face. I got the skin. <laughs> I got but the, that, the head I feel like that's not tail. I like feel the like tail that's, is pretty creepy. I feel like too. that's not you with Susan. If it, it's going to affect her meal, <laughs> I don't think it affected her. It just it was more I like it when she gets annoyed with me. I like it when and it's he so loves pranks. easy to get He's a prank something He's a going like that. Yeah. It's not a prank. Will she eat a salmon skin roll? No. No, She'll eat a salmon skin. roll if it has just the chunk of salmon. Yeah, on right. Like but the not the salmon, salmon skin roll where it has a little bit of skin on no, top. Okay. No skin. No, it's not pretty a, tasty. It's delicious. Yeah. Nice and crispy and ready to go. Absolutely. Why are you calling Berg out on baseball? Well, he said something that I just thought that smart baseball people knew, which is, is you ridiculous. and you and Ireland. Um, I'm going I'm to play this for you yesterday. Okay. This is. Uh, you guys talking about? Oh, you Ireland pulled talking it. About, uh, Emily, it's, mo- it's mostly just John. It's okay, so this John. one's just John, no, but gonna, I, I will but add I context to the end that. of it. That what is what Berg said. Deal. That's why I know both you guys are anti Kyrie, but the thing about Kyrie that makes it interesting is you don't have to get anything up for him. You know, if if you traded for another player, somebody that you guys would like better, and there are people on that list. Like let's say Trey Young, yeah, um, or Clay Thompson, or right. you know any of these guys. You got to give up assets. Correct. What makes Kyrie interesting, and I'm not saying the Lakers will or should do this, but you can get him as a free agent without having to give up a thing. That's the point you're well, making about Otani. Yeah. Right. So they were talking about Otani beforehand and whether or not you would want to do a trade with him uh, in this season before the post before the off season. And yes, Greg went on to say that yes, you you do not trade for Otani this season. Correct. You so, do not. Okay. Unless it's like right now. Well, okay, but see, we're already figuring out that there are ways that you do trade for Otani. You already corrected well, yourself. The, it's this not correcting is, myself. It's the, more so. The, this, ideally, you don't. In a perfect world, he just comes to you in free agency and it costs it's you the best money. case scenario right the there. Scenario. All you have to do 100%. is we're paying for his services. If the Angels called you today <clears throat> and said, hey, listen, we, we know for sure he's leaving and we can't let him walk out the door for nothing. For and I'm just making something up here. For Bobby Miller, James Altman, and I don't, Diego Cartaya, will give you Shohei Otani. The Dodgers would be absolutely out of their minds not to say, "Great, we'll send we'll send those guys down there tomorrow." The second you get him in your building, a you get a chance to win the you get a better chance to win the World Series because this he's year. here this yes. year you get the opportunity to really start to sell him on what it is that you're doing as an organization, and you get an opportunity to set this whole thing up moving forward and know exactly what you have. I'm not saying that not trading for him isn't better, 
But if an opportunity to grab him shows up, you go do it. I think it depends on when that is. So la- we've talked about it a hundred times, but last year at the trade deadline, I absolutely would have moved everything because you got a full year of him to convince mm-hmm. him to stay. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're 50 games in, maybe it's 50 whatever games in. You have, you still have that hundred games to still convince him to stay. But end of if, July is different? Yes, end of July is different because then you're down to a smaller amount of games where you're giving up all of this stuff because it's not going to be you're cheap. Talking but about impactful games. Cheap. He's not going to be cheap. But what you're talking talking about is the right thing if you're not the Dodgers. You're what you're describing if you're the Seattle Mariners. You're the New York Mets and you think that you're only going to get him for a couple of months and one bite at the apple, that's different. The Dodgers are already very likely to get him anyway. Right. So if you think that you're going to get him anyway, but you get an you're basically then why adding, are you giving up guys because, in the minor leagues because and, and it's another year the, and it's putting you closer to the not, title though. this year. It's also it's two months. It's no, it's not. It's also eliminating the chance of someone grabbing him, Padres, okay, and him going down and going. They don't have anything. I, I'm just pick a different team then. Sure. But you go to a different team and you say, eh, "That's pretty good." Hey, I, I like this manager. I like the organization. I like. Don't let him go into another place. A taste of the postseason with another team. Do not let him get a look at something else. If he's available, you go get him. I mean, so but there's also the opposite of that that can easily happen, where he comes and he hates it, and now you just gave up everything that you have in the minors to give him, and then he walks away anyway at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I would rather take my. Is that is that even a remote possibility? Trey Young or not? Like, Trae why Young. would he Trae, hate Trae, it? Trey Turner just left. Because he didn't like this area. He didn't like how it all sounded. Just, but Otani like knows this area. But there's no Max indication. Max Scherzer did the same thing. He left because of that. Neither, Zach Greinke left because he wanted that extra neither year. Neither one of those guys were West Coast guys. These were guys that had roots other places. These were guys that wanted to go back to other places. Otani Anthony wants to be didn't do you guys? Be do you guys here. both agree with this? That I, I think it's an interesting argument to make. I think, yes, in a perfect scenario, you are saying to yourself... If we could just give him the money and we keep everything. And by the way, Otani, for somebody who's thinking long-term and big picture, he's probably saying to himself, I hope the Dodgers keep everything. Don't get rid of anything. Right. right? And I think that's... Right. But I think the it's an interesting exercise, but I think you both agree he's not going to be available by the trade deadline. Correct. The Angels are winning games. They're they're five games above. Yeah, they're winning games. Yeah. They're they're in the mix. I, I look, I put, Dude, but he should be for the Angels. This Damn is right. why Damn absolutely. Right. This is why I'm asking the question because what the Angels should do. Let's stop with that because they're not going to do what they should do. They're going to do what Artie Moreno. Um, he should have sold the team. He didn't. Okay. But, okay. Can I just throw one thing in there? Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. What you said of that, what they should do is very rarely what they do do. But let's say we're getting closer to that trade deadline at the end of July. If you're the Angels, you have to go to his representation and say, "Listen, do we are, are we in this or not? I'm not saying you got to sign now, but do we? Do you at least think that we have a shot to keep him? And if you get that. Oh, I don't know, man. Anything's possible. He's got to go. You you have to move him. But if you're the representation... And, and fair, they're not going to trade him. Right, but the representation, doing their due diligence, should say, yeah, you're absolutely in this. Of course you are. He loves it here. This is something he's been here for He's got a chance to make the playoffs. He's got a chance to make the playoffs. He absolutely he wants to be, because he doesn't want to lose all... Like Slee was saying, you don't want to lose a bunch of guys on your on that team that this, could possibly this come is, up and help This is why year. if we're playing the, the exercise... should should not allow it to happen. Berg, this is why I think if we're playing the exercise of... Let's say he becomes available and the Dodgers are one of the teams that have a shot to go trade for him. This is why I'm going to lean towards Travis on this. God bless what the Dodgers have already done this year. 
God bless that they are sitting basically neck and neck with the Atlanta Braves of the best record in the NL. And that's with guys that have got injured. That's with no Walker Bueller. That's with bringing up guys from the minor league system. You also don't want to waste this year. That there's a legitimate chance you put Otani on your team this year. You're not going to tell me that does not increase your chances of winning the whole thing. And then on top of that... Then you sign him to that long-term deal, and Otani's in the mix the whole time. You are paying twice in that situation. You you are. As long as you're okay with paying for it twice. There's two things here. Number one, never let perfect be the enemy of good. Right? Perfect, perfect rarely shows up. Right? So if if something good that you can do is there, you should probably do it. And trading players to get the greatest player in the last three or four years, and maybe one of the greatest players ever, is a good deal. Okay? Here's the other part. Think about it in, in... I don't know if this is perfect, but it's close enough. You like this house, okay? It's on the market, but it's at a premium. And you're saying, I'm going to wait. I think I can get it for less if I wait a little bit longer. You could lose the house. You could lose the house, and it's gone. And you're like, well, I should have bought it when I had a chance. Did I have to overpay? Yeah, maybe, but you you needed to go in there and do it. In a perfect world, they just take them at the end of the season, and ev- they keep every last one of their things. Sure. Shoulda, woulda, coulda is, is always there. It could be both ways too. The shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's available. I should have waited till the end of the year. Okay, let, let, let me let me play this. Let's say Otani's let's say Otani's available, and the Mets and the Mariners and the Giants. You got all these other teams fighting, and they're just offering. They're offering a like. At what point do you say we want a Padre type deal for Soto? They're yeah. they're saying they're offering, and at what point do you say we just 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 no longer makes sense for us to go try to get Otani well, this year. There's a price at that point. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure there is. And and that actually might work in your benefit because you're like, I'm out on that and I'll try again at the end but, of the year. But that then really does open the door, like you mentioned. He gets a crack somewhere else. This that might be listen, Juan Soto may have never come to the San Diego Padres in Probably free agency. Would not have. But this was the only way to get I'm just using Soto as an example because it's, it's a good the latest example. one. Um that's the only way some of these teams get a player like that. It happens in the NBA, it happens in the NFL, and it happens in Major League Baseball. Well, and, and there is always that opportunity of, like, Paul George went to OKC and then ended up staying in OKC. Well, the Lakers could have traded for him and brought him in, and they decided not to because they thought mm-hmm. they were going to get him in the offseason, and he ended up yeah. staying. you can get him that, in the building. That is a possibility. Get him in the building. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. Do you go all in right now, or do you wait till the end of the line? We'll do that, plus... The Dodgers didn't win the series, but they're in a pretty good spot heading into a 2020 World Series rematch. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, before we get into the Dodgers and the Rays tonight, or tomorrow night, they're off day tonight, they yep. start the, the series tomorrow night. That World Series from 2020, which they're going to kind of run it back tomorrow, is the least run it back thing ever. The Dodger team, I was looking at it, it's a totally different team. Mm. There's a handful of guys that are still there, but it is a, a very different, and it just kind of brings home again how quickly they turn that thing over from a team that won the World Series to a team that won 111 games to a team that they're here right now. This is all in three years, and they had three different teams along the way. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And, and, and built completely different every time. Totally right. That that's just it's it's incredible. It really is built with different players, mm-hmm. but built the same way. If that makes any sense, it does. But the last year's roster, the way it was built versus this team's roster, is completely different. Some trades, some this and that. But obviously, younger. obviously, they're bringing guys up now. Let's try a phone call. Let's go down to the OC Newport, Brandon. Brandon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, guys? Uh, as an Angels perspective. I think Artie sucks. I agree with you. I think every Angels fan agrees with everyone that Artie's an idiot. But I think if he just keeps letting Perry do what Perry does, I think things are going to hopefully turn and maybe Shohei will stay. It's a very, very long shot. But, I mean, I think Perry's just doing some good things, bringing in key guys. You look at Urshela. We knew Rendon was going to get hurt. He's Rendon. He's made of glass. Yada yada. We all know the things, but yeah, I think it's hey, Brandon, just keeps doing what he's doing. Brandon, I got a question from for you for just kind of the the pulse of Angel fans. Does everybody basically? I mean, we we look at this more, Trav. We're having our conversation. A lot of insiders think Otani's going to probably walk away and he's going to end up with the Los Angeles Dodgers. What do Angel fans feel about the situation? I mean, do, do Angel fans just is it just hey, let's just enjoy? Shohei Otani for this year because there's a very strong likelihood that he's no longer going to be wearing uh, an Angels uniform. I I think so. I think it's like, I don't know. You know, I listened to the Locked On Angels podcast and they kind of got high hopes too. And what they kind of talk about is I think Shohei likes the the community and the teammates that he has. And I think you can see that on social media more. He's posting more. Um, Patrick Sandoval posted a picture of him. I think Angel fans are trying to, like, ride that, but I think we also know, like, Artie's just dumb, and we've seen it year after year, pulling the plug from not selling the team. And at least for me, I'm just trying to go to games and witness him because I don't know if this is going to be the last year. I'm just trying to go and see what I can see because it, it is it is very rare, and, I mean, the dude's a beast. So Yeah, it, it's 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 unprecedented, literally, by the, the definition. We've never seen this before. It's very unlikely that you're ever going to see it again in any of our lifetimes. That's why if you got to, air quote, pay twice, I'm okay with it because this doesn't come around twice. I don't want to miss, even if my chances are still good by not doing it, if I can just do it and get it over with, I want to do that. Um, can, I, can I say one thing here? Imagine the high and low as an Angel fan ugh. that – you had a, and I'm not sure, you tell me, but the one thing that I think everybody thought when Artie Moreno decided, I'm going to put the team up for sale, there was a moment there where you're like, this could get a little interesting. Sure. You get the right owner. Sure. Like Joe Lacob. You go get somebody that has a track record a in sports. You get somebody with deep pockets that yeah. show, hey, we get it. We know you want to win. Give us an opportunity. We're going to turn this thing around. And we're going to do it the right way. You go from that <sighs> to the. I mean, just the the hope of 
I'm selling the team. To then that statement coming out, I'm no longer selling the team, and it just the the they were almost better off never announcing that there was a, a glimmer of hope that he was going to sell. It's a very good point. Brandon brought up something interesting. Perry Manazian, he kept saying Perry. Perry Manazian's the Angels general manager. He knows what he's doing. The Angels are not a bad baseball team this year, right? They just they just swept the the Red Sox down at the Big A and look good doing it. Last night, Trout and Otani both hit home runs, and they just. They, their, their bullpen seems to be quieting down a little bit. Still not great, but a little bit. How's he, their starting pitching? Average to slightly okay. below average, but it's mm-hmm. not dreadful it's not the, the way that it's been before. <laughs> right. But he mentioned some names. Hunter Renfro, Gia Urshula. They brought up the Neto at short. They brought up uh, the, the left-handed Maniac that has been hitting home runs. That They've got some pieces here that have been put in place by the new regime. Here's what I'm going to throw back at you. Do you really think Artie Moreno is going to change who he is at this point in his life? No, of course he's not. No. At, at some point, he's going to get involved again. He, because the reason I think so is because he always has before. So I'm going to assume that what's happened the 500 other times is going to happen the 501st time. So I don't think that he's going to be able to build a successful winner because at some point he's going to want to get reinvolved. You know who else knows that? Shohei. Mm-hmm. Shohei's representatives. You know who else has shown that they do the right thing over and over and over again and have a good team over and over and over again? Are the guys up the road. The Dodgers. That they don't get in their own way. They're pretty ruthless about how they go about doing it. They're pretty cold-blooded. They're very calculating. But they put together a good team. And if we've heard Otani and we're taking him at his word, I want to win. Where's the best chance for me to win? Not just in one season and try to catch lightning in a bottle, but give me four or five, six good looks at it over a 10-year window. It's right here. It's with the Dodgers. Okay, can I, can I play devil's advocate here? What do you think would not be of interest to Otani with the Dodgers? What what would be – and I'm, I'm going to throw one that I think maybe this – I think sometimes you see certain franchises have an incredible amount of success. They've had success without you. They've had success before you. They will have success after you. Is there anything from Shohei Otani that can look at the Dodgers and say, I don't even believe in the argument, but I'm going to try to present the argument of, yeah, but they're always good. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they... Mookie Betts is there, and Freddie Freeman is there, and Clayton Kershaw is there. To the Warriors, is that what you're getting at? I'm just trying to. What What would be an argument for Shohei Otani to say? I can do it here, where it's not as big of a surprise. Even though, let's be clear about the Dodgers, they have one World I, Series I, I, since 1988. So let's not pretend like they've won four of the last six. Right. Um, but with that being said, I'm just trying to think of what would be what's unattractive. From a dot, why would Shohei say no? Why, what, what's, why does he? What's the downside? The downside is that he gets blamed if it doesn't happen, and 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 that would have been a larger concern to me prior to the World Baseball Classic. Otani was very comfortable on that stage, (laughs) like almost awkwardly so that he was that he had not been in something like that in a very long time. How about his speech before the freaking game? And the dude just like, okay, the whole world, the whole baseball world is watching me right now. Watch this. The dude was just money. That I think there are some situations, because like what you said, the Dodgers have been very good, but they're not racking World Series year after year. They're not. So there is room to go up. And if you show up and they go up, you get all the credit. If you show up and they don't, I think there's at least the possibility of, we spent what 60 million a year and we're still not in it i think there's some of that i don't 
That would have been a concern a year ago. It's not. The concern is he just gets blown away by another offer. I don't. There's not a baseball reason not to come. There's not an organizational reason not to come. There's not a geographical reason not to come. There's not a community reason not to come. There, there's no other than someone else just says, I can't. I, I would be terribly irresponsible not to take. Dodgers are often making up numbers. Dodgers are offering 55. Team X is offering 75. I have to take it. I have to. I, I can't leave $200 million, whatever the number is, on the table. Sure. I really think that's the only way it doesn't happen unless there's a part of this that we don't know. Maybe he hates the color blue. You know what I mean? Something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. that just, I don't know what it is. The Dodgers aren't going to turn green. They're not going to do that. They might. They might. Tawny, yeah, they might. They that, might consider changing their There, there isn't a good baseball reason to do it. Let's try another one. Let's go to Jonathan in L.A. Jonathan, you're on with Travis Sleep. What's up? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Uh, big time Angel fan. Uh, sad to say it, but uh, I think I think uh, Angels need to go ahead and trade Otani. And if I were the Dodgers, I'd be giving up every prospect I can. You know, I I just feel that you know if they don't do it, you know the Mets might jump in and sign him next year especially with that relationship he has with the Mets GM that was a former angel general manager mm -hmm. and, you know and how you know how Berg said you know they can't afford to have that Paul George treatment when he gave the Lakers you know that resentment he had that they didn't trade for him and decided to sign elsewhere and also that Mets owner you know he he has the the money to do it so I, w I wouldn't risk it if I were the Dodgers especially you know that they want a championship so bad yeah Jonathan I I, I agree with you I think he Look, just might not be available. I, I, Ireland and Greg have the the their their idea is the best idea. Just pay for them once. But if your if your choices are, hope to pay for them once and you'll probably get him, or maybe overpay a little yeah. bit and you're gonna get him. It's not a hard decision for me. Uh, this is a stupid <laughs> example. I'm gonna give a really bad example here. I like always setting up that I think it's gonna be a bad example. It's true. Um, <laughs> it's almost as if, you know, you got a chance to go out with this girl on Saturday and you're like, no, I'm going to wait till Tuesday. And she's like, okay, cool. But I just want you to know, I'm going to go out with somebody else on Saturday. <laughs> what if they just click? Like, do you want that? By the way, that's not a bad example. Do you want that? <laughs> do you want that opportunity for them to, for her to be like, my God, we just had some great chemistry. I want to go out with this guy again on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm that's not saying example. that paying once isn't better. I'm saying that losing him is the worst option mm -hmm. and if paying twice means i eliminate that option i'll do it like that they should look andrew friedman knows what he's doing he the, don't the, play hard the, to get nope nope hey uh I, we're, we're thinking about that okay let's sit down let's have a talk what, what, what do you want and but you know they're the, gonna ask for everything yeah and you say i can't give you everything i can give you 70 percent of what you're asking for how about that now i need a little more and then now we're negotiating and now Shohei Otani starting Dodger Stadium two weeks from here's, now. Here's here's the here's the one Ooh. thing. Here's Is it expensive. Sure. Who here's cares? here's the one thing that I worry about very little with the Dodgers. Very little, but there's a little bit there. They also they they reach a point where they say, "I don't think this is a good deal." So you're now negotiating versus somebody else that's like. That's the only way. The only way the that the Padres could get yes. Bogarts was yes. we got to offer seventy more than what the the Red, the Red Sox, Sox would offer, yeah. and now he's a San Diego Padre. But that's the Dodgers opting out, not Otani saying I don't want to come. Like if 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 the Dodgers said, "Listen, we can't do that. We we we, we can't go to seventy. Good luck. We we just can't." We can go to 58, but that's as far as we're going. We can't do it. If if, if that extra 12 million years worth it to you, all right, see ya. 
we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep moving. You you say that way too easily. At, at some, they don't make bad deals, Al. They don't make bad deals. They let they let Corey Seager walk. They let Trey Turner yeah. walk. They they let guys leave. They don't make bad deals. When they like it, they'll go turn or Freeman bets. Sure. But they don't do the one that makes you go, okay, that's a bad deal. The second Xander Bogarts was signed to that deal, baseball, we went, that's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. It, not yet, it's not, but it's going to be. And that's what the Dodgers are, are very reluctant to it do. It already is. He struck out four times yesterday. <laughs> Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESP. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I don't think I've ever seen uh, Berg and Trout get as heated about a sports topic as I have in that o- Otani segment. It, Berg threw him. his pen at him. Wish I had <laughs> and that. Trav, just how quick he moved. Incredibly impressive. Wish Star effing driven down. Back at him. You had what? <laughs> the fish head to throw back at him. Right. I'm going to keep I'm just going to go back and see if they still have it. Can I have my fish head back? I should ask for a box. <laughs> That's all you want back. The fish head to go. Uh, <laughs> Sir, there's only the head left. Yeah, like To a, go. Uh, I box, bought it. Box for the head, please. <laughs> keep the all tail, right. too. <laughs> all right. So last night, I uh, babysat, and I was babysitting for someone while they were- Celebrity the babysitter, Emily. Yeah, people. sure. I'm, I'm going to be discreet, so it's a person that people might, might know who they are. But they What were... does their last name rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were in a hotel and so um, he said at one point in time he was like oh order whatever you want from room service and he's like I'm being serious and many people say order whatever you want like order whatever you want like if it's steak get steak if it's whatever get whatever it's so anyway game. <laughs> at one point in time um, I went to go order and I had to use a landline for the first time in a very long time. Did I, you order I used oysters? Did you get a couple of you know, <laughs> fish heads? <laughs> but I, I ordered it from a landline. And I, I mean, I use it here at work, but I don't really use it outside of life very often. So you don't remember the last time that you used a landline, Travis Cap. In fact, I, I really, truly don't. I, when, when, I, I think I mentioned this to you guys. When was the last time you heard a phone ring that wasn't a cell phone? When was the last like? Just the the soundtrack of an office when I first started working, the phone was ringing nonstop. When yeah. I started producing, my the the thing that my ear was attuned to the most was my phone ringing because I was getting calls back for guests and, t- and all these things. And everybody's phone's ringing in every office all day long. When's the last time you heard a phone ring? Yeah, at now all? it's like you, Slack or you, phone messages. Nothing. Yeah. It, no. So I I mean I'm sure I've picked one up at some point, but I don't remember when. Al, um, a few years back on the. Uh, on the sales side, on the business side, we all had our own personal phone, office phone. Yeah. I, nothing at a home. A, a home, it's uh, 
you know, I, it's kind of funny because my mom still has, and I think this is not uncommon. They still have a house phone. My, my folks do too. House line, everything else. But it's, you know, whatever. It's wireless, this, all that stuff. When you're actually like taking, picking the up a cord. phone and you can't go anywhere, there's only so much distance that you can go. Yeah, like here at work with when we take calls here. But that's literally yeah. that exact phone. We're making all our calls on the other side. So that's the a few years back, five years ago, let's say. Taylor? Fact, yeah, for me, it's been at work too. So I, I use this phone here sometimes, but I'll, I'll be honest, half the time, I don't know how, how, I'm, how to <laughs> operate it or what I'm doing. I hang up on the callers. So yeah, it's it's difficult. But can I? Maybe this is a future factor cap. I don't know. What did you get from room service? Uh, I got a, so I wasn't, I was trying to thread the needle and not be like, oh, I'm going to order the most expensive thing. So I ordered There's a burger. A mistake. But the only thing, the only kind of burger they had was a Wagyu beef burger. So I had to suffer Oops. through a Wagyu beef burger and then uh, a Can I get salad. double get something? Double patty? Du- yeah, double patty. <laughs> Some avocado. A- <laughs> I'm putting everything on there. And I also got a coffee because I had to stay up later than I normally do. So I got coffee. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. You had sure. a, a Wagyu beef burger and a coffee. That's it? Uh, and a Caesar salad. And a Caesar salad. Was there any chicken or anything on the salad? No, and it's a half salad, like an okay. uh, uh, appetizer version. So burgers. I got a number. On the forty with the premium, the coffee is probably ten, fifty-five dollars. Al, what would you even? Uh, were you looking at the pricing? I wouldn't even be I looking at, at the pricing. Price, I'd just yes. be like, I'm just thinking burger. A cup of I, I would go forty-five. Ten bucks. Okay, Taylor. Sixty. I would say double what Al said. <laughs> yeah, to get delivered. So. Nice. Hey, it's not. Hey, he said get whatever you, <laughs> get want. Whatever you want. Nice. Anyway, so all right. So um, speaking of people who are uh, well known right now, so this week so far and uh, for Brooks Kepka has been as follows: Sunday he won the PGA Championship. He won three million dollars. Monday, so he's also a South Florida native. Yes. So he's from South Florida. So Monday he attended the Panthers Canes game. Uh, game three. We all have seen that video. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he attended the Heat Celtics game four. Uh, and the Heat uh, had the uh, opportunity to move on. The Panthers did move on in a sweep. Uh, and then Wednesday, he watched the Panthers uh, have a Stanley Cup berth. So if you wanted to be anyone this week, you would want to be Brooks Kepka. Alan, Patrick Cap. I think that's fact. That's a uh, That's a pretty good stretch right there. That's a pretty good. Not only are you individually having a tremendous amount of success in the occupation that you have and making an incredible amount of money, but then you get to ride that wave, right? You ride in that wave. You're going to other events. This everywhere you go, people are going to have a camera on you. That sounds like, and everything is sports related. That sounds like a tremendous week. Yeah, you might not even sleep, right, Travis? We'll get to that in a second. Uh, can I add something to his week? Yeah. The reason his um, lovely wife, Jenna, was not at the PGA Championship to celebrate with him on Sunday afternoon oh, right, yes. is because she was shooting the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Okay. <laughs> but you know, he gets that all the time. Well, I know, but it's also a crowning achievement for his wife. Right. Like, obviously. she was very excited about that. Makes so sense. not only is he very happy, but his, his significant other is very happy about what's going on in his life, or her life. So, happy wife, happy life. So, he gets that on that end as well. Now, back to the other thing. The answer for me is Cap for the reason of... Al, have you seen the video of him at the Panthers game clapping his hands? Not at all. Okay. Uh, Not blinking? It's... What is it, Emily? 20 seconds? Uh, Yeah. Probably 20 to 30. Not good? His face is... Not good. Red. He's... 
His nose in particular is red. His eyes are (laughs) bugged out, and he's clapping, like, maniacally clapping. Not a single blink for the better part of 20 or 30 seconds. Okay, I did not know about that. I did not know about that. Can I I subtract that portion but still get everything else? It is a look. You don't have to do that. It it fit the stereotype of rich South Floridian. South Floridian, yeah, very, very well. I don't know. Maybe he just had a cold. (laughs) I could be wrong. It is cold in the arenas. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Taylor. A lot, lot, Taylor. Still like everything else. Fact for the most part, but get yourself a nap. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, get some sleep. (laughs) Whoa. All right, so um, this is not a spoiler, but in um, an episode of Ted Lasso, their penultimate episode, uh, you get to meet a character's parents that we don't normally get to meet uh, actually two different characters parents that we don't normally get to meet it adds a little bit to the character you see a little bit more about them and why maybe they are the way that they are and so meeting someone's parents when you don't know them in the family sense it's like the just work sense so meeting someone's parents is the most eye-opening thing that you can learn about someone taylor fetch your cap i think fact yeah i like i like asking parents questions about i don't know just people that i'm interested in and i think it's very telling and you could find out a lot about somebody, how they grew up. Trev? Yeah, I'm with Taylor. I think it's fact. I think you can get a very good sense of, because you kind of have a sense of who a person is anyway. Like they're they're an extrovert, an introvert, they're w- whatever it may be. And then you meet the parents and it either is the exact opposite of what you would expect or it's, yeah, now I know why that person is the way that they are, that they grew up in that house with those people. They have a tiki <laughs> you, bar in the front You get You get a, a sense of it. So yeah, I, I, I think it's fact. I think you get a lot of insight. Al? I go cap. And the only reason why I go cap, I think sometimes you can find out a lot. I think other times the parents are just talking about how their son or their daughter is the greatest person in the world. I'm like, well, I, do they not do anything wrong? I mean, are they just perfect in every aspect of their lives? So I think there's a little bit of, I don't know, it's the parents always going to say good, great things about them. Not All mine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are these parents? Yeah, I was going to say, not, I've, I've met different parents than you have. Right. I mean, did, we take turns telling everybody how terrible our children are. Lovely. That's that's how it goes. All right, one last one for you guys. So today is National Wine Day, and I'm also going up to Santa Barbara next weekend, so I definitely need Ooh. tips on what to do. But can hook you up. I have a lot of uh, wine tasting uh, in my future. So wineries are better than breweries. Al, Dr. Cap. Fact. And I think if you told me, hey, do you want a beer or a glass of wine? It's tough. They're both very close. I think I'd lean towards a glass of wine. And I associate a winery like you're talking about, right? I could be outdoor. I could be walking around and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's like kind of a big open field. There's something to that that's very, very appealing, I guess you can say. So fact on that, I'm going to a winery. Trev? Yeah, it's fact for me that both are fun and you're going to have a good time both places you go. A winery is just prettier. A winery usually has pretty good food attached to it. it like you were saying, Al, sometimes you're you're outside and there's the vineyards that are out there. A brewery could be like in an industrial park. Or brewery, I've been to breweries that are also in very beautiful places. Sure, sure. But wineries are almost always in that pretty spot. That, that Breweries are frequently in a, somebody's garage or a industrial park. Yeah. I, I like both. I'm saying yes to both invitations, but one or the other, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the wine. Taylor? Fact, yeah, there's, I think, equal snobbery in both of them, but 
at the winery you have different ends of the spectrum of yeah snobbery. but at the winery you just have the gorgeous outdoors most of the time and uh that's hard to beat you get you do get the the, the beards and mustaches at the breweries yes. though the brewers have a very interesting facial hair component to that the one experience. the <laughs> one thing about breweries that i give them a lot of credit for they always got some kind of games right going that's on. what i was gonna say that's a good point and yeah. that and is TVs, you can watch games at them that's a pretty damn good thing to. I went to a brewery down in San Diego, whatever, a couple friendly. months ago or so. And you're right, it's an industrial area. Yeah. And they just pull open this garage. It's fun. And I'm like, this is a great place. They have a scent to them, though. They kind of. That malty, yeasty mash that comes out does yeah. not smell great. Yeah. That, that's not a great thing. I want you to think that garage door goes open sleeve and instead of a parking lot. There's rolling green hills and vines over a trellis. I'm, listen, I'd be I'd rather be outdoor, but <laughs> brewery's not a bad place either. All right, how bad do you have to be to get the number one pick in the NFL draft? I think I got an answer, and I don't like it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now I kind of want to go to a brewery. I want to go. I want to go to that place you were talking about, Slee, the industrial park. Slide the it's door the open. Wait, do you have cornhole? Did they have like the big uh, Connect Four board? What did they have there? Okay, so Shuffleboard. it was me and Cousin Slee. A lot of random. Um, you'd have like a pin on the wall and a ring on the other side with a rope. And oh, you're just basically... Oh, yeah, ring game. To, yeah, just like small games like that that I have not really ever played. There's a another one that was kind of like a balancing board. And every time you rolled the dice... Okay. Um, let's say you one. got a six or something like that. You got to put your whatever it was like a like a block of wood. You could say okay. you got to put it on number six, and whoever whatever the balancing board, whoever it ends up collapsing, uh, then it's out. That, like games I've never seen before that were awesome. Those games, be, we're like if you and I just went to go play those games like right now, we'd be bored in five minutes. You've had four beers, yeah. you'll stay there all day. Two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> you'll stay two and a half all hours. day long. Yeah, no, those are those are those are fun. I, I might have to. We might have to rerun Factor Cap. I might want to change my answer because of those games. That at the winery, they're telling you to sniff for the uh, black currant flavor. Yep. I'm like, can I'm I? Like, you guys have, got more cheese? Can I just have some more cheese and another <laughs> glass of wine, please? A couple more crackers. Yeah, how much for a case? <laughs> That's really all I'm looking for. But if I get to swing the little metal ring onto the hook, I'll be there all day long. Why they put all that together in one? I. We're all set. Wine, now. wine people are not ring hook people. <laughs> They're they're a they're a different crowd. Well, you can have you know your cheese and your your accoutrement. So like I, my favorite winery in Virginia is actually backed up against a polo um, match like field. So again, you could have there's polo and then there's sure ring. You got to tuck your shirt in there. <laughs> in Virginia, I thought she was gonna backed up like a NASCAR track or something. No, okay. <laughs> we no, have I, I civilized like society. I know you do, but I thought that's where you were going. I didn't you can go think pet you horses going... if the polo yeah. matches aren't going on too so you can go be there so. <laughs> all right uh otas the rams have another workout today and i i, I think we, we talked about it yesterday there's the optimistic view because the conference stinks because there's nobody that's really super good outside of philadelphia and maybe san francisco that there's a path to a playoff spot for the Rams. That if you win eight or nine games, maybe that's good enough. You you stick right around 500 and you slide in in that sixth or seventh playoff spot. Yeah. Possible? Sure. Likely? Uh, maybe not. The other side, of course, is Caleb Williams mm -hmm. and getting your hands on the number one overall pick to go pick a guy that is, you know, never say never, but likely to be a very, very good NFL player. Here's the problem. Rams aren't bad enough to do that. The, the Rams do not have a roster that's going to win 13 or 14 games, 
but they also don't have a roster that's going to win one or two. Mm -hmm. And that's about what it takes to get that top pick. That you just just going backwards. <clears throat> this is how many games you had to win to be the first pick in the draft, starting with the Bears last year. Three, three, one, two, three, zero, wow. zero. Okay, uh, three, two, two, two. So the average is about two wins per season. As maybe unstar-studded as this Rams roster is, they're not two wins bad. Mm. They're, they're, they're just not. That Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, if they play, they're going to win more than two games. In the NFL, the very, very bad teams win four or five games. So the question becomes... And sorry, I had a typo. It's not two zeros. I had, there was one zero, zero and a one. one. So same, don't same want to do the Browns any same, disservice. Yeah, they did win one game over two. I think Hugh Jackson was the coach of both of those teams. One and 31. It's a, quite, a, quite a run for the, the Browns. But no man's land is the most likely landing spot for them, right? Which is five or six or seven. And that's the part that's really scary going into the season for them. Can you get to eight or nine? Yeah, you can, but you're probably not bad enough to be one or two. And you're going to land somewhere and you got to make a decision of, all right, we're just going to pick for need. We're going to pick for best player available. Or I got to put together another Jared Goff kind of situation to move into that top spot and hope that whoever does have it is willing to do a deal. They're, they're not in, they're, it's weird to say, they're not bad enough to get the pick that they need. It, it, it's a. We kind of talked a little bit about this yesterday. Would you be shocked if the Rams won seven games? No. That's the, Look, this is why I have a difficult time with the Caleb Williams conversation is because it's not – if Matt Stafford's not on this team and Aaron Donald was not on this team and Cooper Cup was not on this team, if they didn't have some real, real star player, we're a year and a half away from them winning a Super Bowl, right? That I just don't think it's realistic. That's all. Yeah, but that Super Bowl team is long gone. You're right, but there's long still, there's but still, your big pillars are still there. There's still enough talent. That's the only thing I'm talking about. Now, listen, but there if, isn't. Okay, let, let's use last year as an example, where right out the gate, guys are going down or they're injured or this. Even though there was expectations last year, the only way you get back into that conversation of Caleb Williams is. Let's say you start the season out 0-4. That even with the talent that you have, uh -huh. you ain't winning games. Right. Right? That it, it's, And then I think that it starts becoming a little bit more like, oh my gosh, they could probably potentially end up with a number one pick. I have hesitation because I don't think after six games they're going to be 1-5. and five. Okay, put, let's put it this way. If they're 1-5, and five, I know the schedule gets a little bit easier as you go. Yeah. If you're 1-5 and five through six games – you got to be all in in that you, strategy. You don't then. even have to squint that hard out. They could be two and seven through nine. Mm -hmm. It's the the back is the problem. The back is where there's a bunch of winnable games. And then if you look at this list of uh, the teams that have gotten the first pick that have earned the first pick, not traded up or all these things, it's it's Bears, Jaguars, Bengals, Browns, Buccaneers, Texans. Ooh, Chiefs is an outlier. But all these teams are structurally bad. Mm -hmm. To be this bad and to be that tank worthy they have to be, have bad gms bad coaches bad players yep the rams have a exceptional head coach yep a great um gm yep. and a fantastic quarterback in some respects mm -hmm. so it's really hard to be that structurally bad with what the rams have you're 100 right my counterpoint is and, and i'm literally not arguing with you at all my counter go look at their roster Go go look at the three guys that aren't the three guys that we just forty made. rookies essentially. They, they've got half their team is going to be made up of guys that have mm. never played in the NFL before. You mentioned the talent now. Think think about last year's team won five games. Bobby Wagner.
gone. Yep. Jalen Ramsey, gone. Allen Robinson, gone. Greg Gaines, gone. Like these, look, the, they're better. They they they, <laughs> they 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 were bad last year with really good high level players on this team. They are top heavy. Doesn't even begin to describe it. I, I don't even know what it is. It's Cup might be the best at his position. Top five if he's not. Aaron Donald best at his position if he's not. He's top two or three. Matthew Stafford's probably not top five in the league, but he's top ten or twelve. Yeah, right. He's he's in there. Find me another guy that's top 30, 35, 40, right? It, 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 it drops off fast mm. after those three guys, and I don't think it's an accident. I really don't. And the structure that you're talking about, him, I think is actually they've put together a team that not it's not quitting. It's just, and listen, we really want to be in a position to maybe have some options because the talent just doesn't exist beyond those top three guys. Maybe they drafted a bunch of guys that are going to be awesome. Maybe, yep. maybe. And like you said, is there a path to seven wins? Yeah, there, there, there is. The question is, is there a path to two? I think that's a far more interesting. It's going to be a hard season. It's going to be, it's going to be a hard season and a lot of things is going to have to break their way for them to get in it on both ends. Mm. On both ends. All right. All right, let's explain it here. So we got the we got this draft coming up right now? Yes. Okay, so M, give us exact details. I think this is a tie to the Boston Celtics yes. tonight. So Boston Celtics play tonight. They had the chance to be eliminated from the postseason, so we were all probably rooting for the Celtics to get eliminated. Yep. And they're a team you love to root against. So the snake draft is going to be teams or athletes, individuals, that you love to root against. Okay. All right, teams, athletes. Can we go 20 rounds? I might have rules, too, and stuff <laughs> like that. All right, this is going to be random, but okay, I like it. I, we're going to need to go beyond three because I'm going to have to really whittle this down. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.